0: What is up, everybody? Welcome to Double O Deep Dive. Basically, Scream One and Two. It's a little bit different. If you turned into Pop Culture Pros and seen Double O Deep Dive on here, usually you would see Jason and Ginny and sometimes myself talking about um James Bond, but we've kind of decided to expand our we're franchise within the thing. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, we kind of got our own little niche going here. So yeah, we'll be talking about uh, the Scream franchise over the next couple of weeks as we lead up to Scream Six, and uh, yeah, we got a little bit of a new panel. If you're intro- if you're familiar with Pop Culture Pros, you are very familiar with Jada from J- the Jada and Kyle show, and also has appeared on. Many episodes of Granny's PhD. uh because we looped him in with WandaVision at first, and then yes. he was just with us for a hundredth episode uh the other day. So uh Jada, what's up, Dude, What's going on this Saturday afternoon? I am
1: so hyped. And I know <laughs> our, our, our guest is as hyped as I am because Damn. we are finally talking, <laughs> finally talking scream on this channel. Um hasn't been done before. Uh one of my favorite well, my favorite horror franchise of all time. Uh one of my favorite films of all time. Uh we're going to do a quick little deep dive on on 1 and 2 leading up to 6. So, this is uh, the first of uh, a few episodes to come. Uh but so hyped. I love that we just kind of like spitballed this idea and it was done in less than, you know, like less than 48 like hours. Right? we here. Let's <laughs> yeah. let's do it. And I i love that we were so eager to do this, but uh I'm rambling on, like I said. Janine, you're here. Thank you so yes. much for being here. I Thank couldn't you. do this episode without you. Um
2: you are my screen buddy. We're always texting, I know, messaging I know, each always. other about what's going on. Any little thing that franchise. I know scream, yes. mind
1: you, she, she well, when I was living in Florida, she was in LA. It'd be, you know, again, like Three hour difference, right? And yeah. the trailer will drop at whatever time, and I'm sending it to He's her. She's
2: sending it to me, and I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, we're geeking she's out. She's like, all guys. right,
1: like probably half asleep, but she's like, all right, <laughs> I'm doing this, you know. And then we'll we'll chit chat 15 minutes, and then we'll we'll carry on.
2: Yes. You know.
1: Um. <laughs> crazy enough. So uh, just a quick background. Uh, Janine has been on my channel before. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, so if you've tuned into my show, you guys know who she is. But uh, she um, I met her through the showdown. She was one of the Greatest competitors of the Shmodown, oh, one gosh. of my favorite. Oh, even favorite. before a fan, before I was uh, <laughs> a fan, before I was even in the show. Um, and then, as luck will have it, I was always rooting for her. And as luck will have it, we end up being in the same team when I joined. When I
3: joined yes. uh,
1: the Shmodown. <laughs> so she was like my mentor, and we had a little, you know, back and forth. She's beat me every single time that I've gone against her on every. <laughs> she's beat me on. She's beat me on on the Shmodown. She's beat me on the scream scream trivia. She is a force <laughs> to be reckoned with. Wow. But I don't know if you remember this very well, uh, Jeanine, but the very first night that we hung out um was right after the draft. And uh you were, you know, hanging out with yeah, I had nobody out there. I didn't know anybody oh, except for yeah. mm-hmm. my my pal BC that um, you know, he um he was he was uh, he was the reason who I was staying with at the time. Oh, yeah. I, I mm-hmm. knew nobody. I didn't know anybody. And um, I saw you. Uh, I saw you. I'm like, you know what, she's my teammate now. Let me go talk to her. Mind you, I was like fangirling like, <laughs> everywhere because I was like, oh I my god, remember. like all you know, I was just like <laughs> everywhere looking everywhere. And um, one of the first conversations, I don't even know to be honest with you how it came up with, but we it wasn't even scream one, it was scream two. Yes, we started talking scream two. And we were just back and she I I don't know, like I was like, oh, she knows her shit about Scream, man. I, I and it was just going back so and much. forth, quoting, quoting, we were quoting Hallie and you know, uh the the beginning with with the, uh, you know, we'll get there, but we were just yeah. quoting the movie back and forth and what the franchise meant to us. And I'm like, I just found my new best friend.
3: Yes, you know, I had
1: yes. never met Spring anybody that for loved. life. Me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so again, I again you know I ramble on, but thank you so much for being on the show. I appreciate it.
2: Of course, happy um, to be here.
1: <laughs> so uh let's just let's just dive into this um I'm going to I, I kind of hand it off to you Janine uh talk to me about the uh the first time what this what it means to you well, obviously you know I kind of said that we were going to uh, that you love this but um talk to me let let the people know
2: Yeah it was my birthday I was having a sleepover uh I think it was like 7th grade summer going into 8th grade so I was maybe like 13 14 So we had like a pool party first and my friend had just seen Scream. So she's telling me like the whole movie, she's not telling me who the killers are, but she's telling me like the whole story. She's telling me like it's got hot boys in it. And I'm like getting so like, this sounds really interesting. She's telling me like, it's kind of like a mystery, you have to solve it. And she's getting me so hyped about the premise of this movie. So uh, at the kind of slumber party portion of the party, I beg my mom, can we rent this movie, please? And so she lets us rent it. So we're all like, on the floor when our sleep with our sleeping bags around the TV, we put on this movie. I see Drew Barrymore. I'm like excited. I'm I'm so into this. That opening just had me like we were all just completely silent, just so intense into this opening. Yeah. And by the end, I was I was a huge fan. Horror was something that I was always kind of intrigued with, but I never really took that dive into fully like being a horror fan. I tried to watch Elm Street like at eight. And I remember being really fascinated by it, but terrified. Nope. Like, I could not eat pizza for weeks because it reminded me of Freddy Krueger's. Oh, <laughs> yeah,
1: absolutely. That is hilarious.
2: Yes. So, Wes has kind of bookended my horror fandom. So, it wasn't until yeah. Scream where I felt kind of fully able to embrace the horror genre with this first movie. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a slumber party for my birthday, it was my first time watching, and I was obsessed at that point. Interesting.
0: Nice Interesting. Thought. Talk to me, Ed. Um, I'm going to tell you the truth. I think I didn't, I didn't see the first one in the theaters. I'm pretty sure I started on like video because I was a little on the fence with, because I'm like a huge Nightmare on Elm Street fan and, uh, you know, grew up in slashers and Friday the 13th and Halloween and stuff. But when this came out, I felt like Wes Craven was in a weird place where I wasn't sure how much I trusted or didn't trust.
1: Well, he was but, in a weird place, so you're not wrong. Yeah. So, in horror in general
0: was like in a weird place in the mid '90s, and that's why I think I'll get into more detail with like the why this film works so well and like it was perfectly timed when it was released. But I heard some of the hype, and I was just like, you know, something. Let me just check this thing out, and I I loved it from like from jump because of the premise of like it being so self aware yeah. and everything like that of the franchise. It was like totally different. And at that time, there wasn't, like, a lot of that going on. Like, those kind of movies were, like, misunderstood. And, like, you know, for the action genre, like, last action hero, I love. Yeah. I'm a big Schwarzenegger so, yeah. guy. And everyone was like, this is stupid. What is he for doing? The world, like,
2: yeah, well, the world was not ready for this very self-referential movie. Exactly. Yeah.
0: And that's why it, like, works so well. And re-watching it with my wife recently because we're excited for six and I don't think she's seen a lot of the originals, like, for a long time. And I was like, I my love for it kind of, like, came all back again. I'm like, this thing is awesome, man. It's, like, it's such a smart horror film.
1: Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, So, for me, I I did see it in the theater. Um, But I did it – I was 10. (laughs) I was 10 years old, and I did not buy a uh, ticket to this movie. So, how the story (laughs) went down is – my, my my older, co- so I grew up with a cousin that's like a brother of mine. We're three months apart, right? And um, he's the only other, like, big horror guy that I have in the family. He's obsessed with horror, but he wasn't always that way. And neither was I, to be completely honest with you. Kind of piggybacking off of what you said, Wes Craven was um, somewhat my intro. I remember mm-hmm. that, well, not my intro, but the person that scared the shit out of me yeah. when it came to horror films, because... Growing up, I was fine watching the Child's Play movies. And um, I was fine watching the Halloweens and the Jasons. Creepy, but I was never terrified that I couldn't go to sleep, right? Um, Freddy Krueger was the one guy that you couldn't escape, in my opinion, because A, I love sleep, right? So that scared the shit out of me. Mm -hmm. And I would have a phobia growing up with Freddy Krueger. I couldn't see him, even if it was a picture. I'd like turn around and I'd immediately get goosebumps. We had a Planet Horror, uh, Planet Horrorwood, listen to me. Uh, A Planet um, Hollywood uh, in Coconut Grove uh, out here in Miami, uh, big, big restaurant. And I knew there was a Freddy Krueger upstairs, and I never went upstairs (laughs) because. I knew there was a friend and mind you, I found out after it was just the glove and the sweater. It wasn't even like a uh, cut out yeah, of him. him. Yeah. So I kind of regret it because now being a movie buff that I am like planet Hollywood. it's It would have been, cool to what, yeah. been so cool to I remember like when you walk into the restaurant, they had a giant frozen uh, Sylvester, Naked Stallone from Demolition Man, uh, <laughs> Man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is super bizarre. If you think about it, I'm like, I don't think that would pass now. I feel like, would be like <laughs> yeah. right. But, um, But yeah, so Wes, always because of Wes, terrified of what was Freddy Krueger and anything that had his name attached to it. I would not watch. New Nightmare came out, which was like kind of his first like really meta film. Yeah, Mm -hmm. didn't care for it. It had Freddy Krueger. I love the design of Krueger because it scared the shit out of me even more. But I would not watch the movie. Mm -hmm. And then uh, the he had uh, not directed by him, but he had Wishmaster. And I wouldn't see as soon as I saw Wes Craven's name, I'm yeah, like, I'm not, I'm, watching it. I'm not watching it because he he did had that impact on me. Right. So I remember uh, the same cousin that I'm talking about, his older sister, which I saw her as my older sister, was dating a guy which still married to this day. So he's been around for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> um, he was telling her about Scream, how he saw this really, really good, scary movie in the theater about a mass killer and that it was a, a whodunit, like you don't know who it is. And you know, all the characters are kind of in your face yeah, and you, have to figure you know, out. you don't, you have to figure out who's the killer. You think it's this person and this person, And yeah. he was telling me like, you think it's this guy, but it can't be this guy. And he was like explaining it kind of like Charlie day. And, and yeah. uh, so, so <laughs> I was so intrigued by that story where I was like, I kind of want to see this movie, yes. you know, based off word of mouth. Right. Um, he talked it up so much that she was like let's go watch it tonight and he's like all right let's go we had a movie theater crowd we could walk to the theater right um and i remember that i wasn't allowed to go see that movie so they're like you have to stay home but i mean they're like you can't see that movie but you can go see another movie if you want to um And I was like, all right, fine, whatever. We went, and we went to go see – I went to go see that bought the ticket for – they bought me the ticket. I didn't buy a ticket at 10 years old. They bought me the ticket to go see That Darn Cat uh, (laughs) with with, uh, Dougie Doug and uh, Mm -hmm. and, and Christina Richie, right? So I was 10 minutes into the movie, and I was like, this sucks. Got up and snuck into Scream. Saw where they were sitting, and I sat all the way in the back so they wouldn't tell me to get out. And I sat literally back row watching this movie.
3: Oh my god, awesome! And
1: <laughs> that intro to that movie scared the shit out yes. of me. And I had no idea that Wes Craven directed this movie. I had no idea when he didn't tell me that. You wouldn't have gotten in
3: there.
1: <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have gotten in there. Of course not. <laughs> but I'm glad they didn't tell me. So I went in there. That intro again—it's probably like the most iconic scene in the whole franchise, so well right? Yeah. In my opinion. Um, but I saw the movie, I remember the movie finishing and it just kinda like scarred me. Mind you again, I was ten years old. I was very it was very young. And it scarred me to the point where I didn't sleep that night. I got so scared. I freaked out. I really did freak out because it was for me, in my opinion, the first time that I had seen a movie. Um where the killer wasn't an entity, or uh, it wasn't, you know, a, a ghost of, of some sort. Yeah, it was sorts. a real it person. Like, yeah. It was a real person doing this. And that for me was the scariest part of this movie where I'm like, anyone could have just jumped yeah. behind that and just lost their marbles and done this, you know? Yeah. So that's what scared me. And I remember not being able to sleep and my mom looked at me, she was, what's wrong with you? And I start crying, bawling out of control. That I'm like, I saw a scary movie and I can't sleep. And, you know, my mom's like, who told you to go see that movie? And I'm like, this guy got gutted and his guts came out. Like, you know, like telling her all this crap, right? But that was around December, January. Not even, I think, I didn't think I saw it that early. I think I saw it like February or March or whatever. It was still hitting hard in the theater. Um, yeah, but... um. I, I just remember that when it came out, because we had pay-per-view, when they announced that it was coming out on pay-per-view, <clears throat> for me, that was like, oh my God, I want to see it again. Yeah. you know I, I need to see it again, because it, it had that impact on me.
2: Yeah.
1: And once it hit pay-per-view, I think I saw it every day for the remainder of that year. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I, 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 I watched that you.
2: rental several times before we had to take it back.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. I honestly... Can't even tell you or can't even come up with with an idea of when or how many times I've seen the original. I I, I really yeah, can't same. tell you. I've seen it so many times, yeah. but uh, but yeah, that's kind of my my intro to scream to be honest with you. And it's 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 a it was a mistake. Oh, when it ends and I see it directed by Wes Craven, I was like,
2: <gasps> oh my gosh, i <laughs> <laughs>
3: no
1: out. <laughs> but uh, just like you said uh, earlier, Janine this was my feet getting wet into a horror film, like really doing a deep dive into horror. And I started going bad because I would see the other, other ones out of order. Uh, You know, at the time, I think it was like Jason goes to hell that that was coming out when the Freddy had come out. I was like, Oh no, not watching this again. But I remember, (laughs) but I remember um, watching these movies, child's play three and I was perfectly fine with them, but I wouldn't really watch them in order or watch them as, as many times as, as um I would watch, you know, my action films or, you know, my yeah. cartoon mm-hmm. films at the time and all that stuff. um But then this was like, man, if this was good, what else is out there? What don't I know about? And I started mm-hmm. that's I think this is what honestly started not only my horror, my love for horror. I've always loved movies, but doing like really deep dives because I loved how I didn't understand the meta-ness the first time I saw it. That got better as I got older and kind how of self-aware other and the, and, the and I understood how yeah. great yeah and then started watching like again like the psychos and all that uh shit that they kind of grab like, little mm-hmm. things from here and there yeah. you know and I was like oh my god you know this it's this just it, part, it was yeah. a film completely ahead of its time just like yeah. I last action hero was yeah. this movie for me is just completely ahead of its time still holds up uh, but let's go let's dive in
0: so we so just Boom. before we start though jader I actually, had, when I was a kid, I had a Freddy Krueger poster on my wall in my bedroom. Hell no. And, you know, <laughs> and,
3: and, no, no! I'll tell you I'll something right it. now, though.
0: How when I, sleep at night? And, and it was from the fourth one, so I had to be, I mean, shit, I don't even know how old it was at the time. But, like, it was almost my weird way of conquering the, my fear of him. I'm going to be honest. fourth one came out, what, like, 80, 87, 88, around there? Uh, no, 84. The first no, one. No, 84 was the,
1: was the first one. First one. Yes. Oh, so no, no, the fourth for, one. I think they came out every be, two years. And every, then I think the, two, the yeah. sequel, it was two years. And then they did one back. I think I did. I think they did four or five or four or five or three, back four, to back five, years. like back, back, back. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's why what I five they did is
0: too. so terrible because they just turned yeah. it out and that was it. But oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. the fourth one, don't know the pizza thing. You brought me back there a minute because I actually yeah. saw that in a the theater <laughs> with my mother. And she took me to see it. And I was just like amazed by it. And she was leaving. And I stayed until they cleaned out the theater and I watched it again right after. I was like obsessed with it. But
1: wow, <laughs> I'm, dude, I'm, yo, let me yeah. tell you hats dude. off to you, Beer. sir, because
0: yeah. I, I might say something having... crazy about me. I'm not really sure. But... Re... Well, that's how
1: I am now as an adult, but as yeah. a kid, hell yeah, no, I was Truger. trying
0: to be cool,
2: I was trying to stay up and watch it with my sister and her friend. I was only eight and I was just kind of like into it. But terrified at the same time, and then as soon as I lay down to sleep, I could not. I was I was so freaked he was going to come get me in my dreams. Yeah, pizza was ruined for me for a long time. Yeah,
1: that that would be the most heartbreaking part of anything, right? honestly. The fact pizza, that, that, <laughs> that they yes. pizza his free? Face That's terrible. like
2: melted cheese pizza, like yeah, I, <laughs> I remember
1: uh, I was out on a trip, and uh, I was in Nicaragua. Right, And my cousin had the VHS of Freddy's Dead, they The Final Nightmare. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, let's watch it. Let's watch it. And I was like, hell no. <laughs> what do they do? They're older cousins. And they kind of like grab me. they we're watching it. And then yeah. I remember watching it, the movie perfectly fine. I remember that he was playing the Nintendo with and Meyer, uh, Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was going, you know, all that. And I've always remembered and Meyer as that guy. He was never like the guy in Clueless, or you know, or Road Trip. He was or, that or guy that, that yeah. Freddy Krueger killed in this a video in this room. Game. But yeah, always oh, it it like he came out in Clueless. I'm like, hey, it's that, it's that, uh, it's you know, the, the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street guy. But I remember again going home, going to sleep, perfectly fine because we saw it during the daytime. As soon as I went to sleep and I woke up, I could have sworn it was a coat hanger. By the way, there was a hat and a jacket on it, and oh I thought my it was gosh. him and I screamed bloody murder, bloody murder. Like they thought someone was in the room with me and then they turned on the light, I see the coat hanger, I'm like, oh my God. Like <laughs> I was embarrassed at that time, you know? Yeah. But I, that's how terrified of Kruger was. I didn't face my fear to be honest with you until Freddy versus Jason came out cause I wanted to see that movie so bad. Oh. And um, even then I remember that I was like going into the theater and I saw it opening night, right? And I was going into the theater Still with a little Feel bit of that. I had to yeah. <laughs> kind of see Freddy Krueger yeah. on the big screen for the first time. But, uh you know, that movie was great because I i actually i am a big defender of that film. um And then after that, I was like, all right, fear's over. I'm good.
0: Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. So we so, definitely yeah. got over our, our Freddy stuff like at different times. Late, late, so, yeah, late in the you know, game. Yeah. No, because for game, me, dude. it's like when they were, it was almost like they were making him an anti hero. After like yeah. starting with the fourth, it was weird. It, it, it Look back on it, like why were you pushing this to kids with toys and stuff like that? Yeah, especially when we know what yeah, he yeah. did. Oh, whatever. Well, yeah. Jason and I already talked about doing a deep dive into the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise. It kind of sounds like Jada should be definitely into that.
1: <laughs> I could do that, though. No. I could do it. No, I, I, I you sure? know, for what it is, I, I can't say that I love sure? that franchise. <laughs> I love the original so much. The yeah, original so good, and idea. then I have I pick and pick and choose. The uh, the rest, like I, I think I really like three, uh, three is good, Dream Warriors is and, then I, and then I love and yeah, New Dream nightmare. Warriors is great, New Nightmare is great, exactly. I think four and five, I was not good, oh, yeah. or six, to be honest with so yeah, you, I was just like, I can do without Same. them. Um, but yeah, we'll 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 talk about that later, we we'll us talk about, about that, yeah, when we
0: get to that, because now you get me a little too hyped and sidetracked with the nightmare. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but let's get back to Scream, though. Yes. Um, yeah, so I mean, a Change for Wes Craven too, because he wasn't really writing this one or not. Like this was a completely different yeah. animal for him. Um, he, he turned actually well, yeah, turned a this one of down times too. He turned yeah. it down. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He turned it down a couple times. He was trying to stray away from the uh, the blood and gore, mm-hmm. and he uh, it wasn't until his assistant was like, "You should read this gotta script."
3: Do, yeah, you got to check this. You got
1: to do this. And then he eventually read it, liked it, but he didn't really sign on until Drew Barrymore. Uh, was on board, and yeah. Drew Barrymore was set out to be uh, Sydney Prescott, which was a little fun fact. Did you know yeah. that? No, I did yeah. not know that. I'm gonna be honest, I did not. <laughs> I know, I, I, Janine, I know nothing's gonna surprise you today, <laughs> but, <laughs> but and we got, we got a, we got a lot, a couple little Easter eggs for you. But yeah, she signed on originally, and she was supposed to be Sydney Prescott, but um, actually, she, I saw her recently on a on an episode of Hot Ones. And um, she said that she, she loved horror movies, but she hated the fact that she always knew that the main character was going to get away scot-free, you know, the final girl and all that yeah. stuff. Um, so she kind of threw out the idea uh, to uh, Wes Craven saying like, Hey, why don't we do this? Why don't I play Casey? You put me all over the marketing, her face is in the marketing. Everything, yeah. So in the background. Everything was inspired. Drew Barrymore, Drew Barrymore, mm-hmm. Drew Barrymore. And you kill her off 15 minutes into the film. Meaning, there are no rules, which yeah, yeah. is what I love about these franchises. Um, they, they, you know, there's rules to be followed, uh, but overall, like, they, they, you know, they, they even give you some of the uh tropes within the film when Sydney's talking to Ghostface and she's like, you know, well, well, you know, when he's like, well, do you like scary movies? And she goes, you know, they're all the same, same thing, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and then. Shortly after that scene, she's talking about making fun of the girl in the movie when you know they're like doesn't you know, go the out girl, the front door and runs the up the stairs. Door, runs up exactly the stairs. Yeah. Thirty seconds later, boom! She's <laughs> running she's up the doing. stairs because she can't go out the front door. Yeah. Which is again that really. whole meta mm-hmm. uh, thing that they do is just pure genius in this uh, of this movie. But um, but yeah, they uh this movie, like I said, we we haven't really uh, dove what what the film is overall. Obviously, you know everybody see uh, at this point I, I would assume a lot of people know the ending so obviously this is all spoiler we can talk freely and all this stuff this movie came out in 1996 for God's sake yeah. um but um but just the the fact that they did what they did with this movie um they have you you know they have your 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 references to horror movies which it makes you feel like the fan that's watching this movie is thinking the exact same thing the characters are thinking yeah which is one of the things again i love um and then having you know your main character cut off then you I mean killed off and then you see you get introduced to a new set of characters this and that. Mm-hmm. and they're all very lovable/related slash related. um you care about every single one of the character development in this movie is fantastic yeah. cuz there's not i don't think there's a single car- it, you know if you know, Gail Weathers, you know, Corny Cox's character, so uh, is supposed to be a bitch. And she's yeah. a bitch and she does yeah. it very, very well. And
2: to cast this yeah. actress that people know from this popular Price. show as a completely different character, she yes. loved taking on this challenge of kind of playing this bitchy role. So she had to
1: convince Wes. Really,
2: yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: She wrote him a letter saying, like, I can be a bitch. Don't, you know, typecast me. me at yeah, that mm-hmm. level. Yeah, yeah. I can do it. And then, you know, she, she got the part and... Biggest bitch of the franchise. Yeah. <laughs> love her to death, bro. I love her. I love her character so much. So but right. um, but yeah, she she just nailed it, you know? And then um David Arquette, obviously. Yeah, you know, I mean, he was uh,
2: cast as Billy, but he turned that down to play Dewey instead.
1: That Interesting. I didn't know. Yeah, Interesting so- dropping some bombs I mean, I'm, telling <laughs> you, I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. Okay. So uh so yeah, but uh I don't know. You guys wanna uh what do you guys want to um
0: I mean, we can. Ju- I mean, since it's a move from nineteen ninety six, we can kind of jump all jump to the points we want to uh, uh, jump into. You had mentioned um, some of the Easter rings that are in this film. I mean, me personally, the random red and green sweater that's hanging up in the, you know, in the room is just kind of like one of my favorite things that's, oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I'm jumping around to the second one. The first one, yeah. it, it was the, it was <laughs> was the like, wrong one. I'm sorry. Jamming Fred, them, the janitor. Yeah. Jamming he's actually yeah.
2: He's,
1: <laughs> actually, yeah, he's actually, Wes Craven is actually the janitor in yeah. the yeah. Fred mm-hmm. costume. yeah So, yeah, so that was fun. And I think there's something in principle, uh, in Henry Henry.
3: Uh, yeah, Rinkler's, he actually Henry. has a
2: leather jacket in his closet. Yeah, which is yeah, which and like the, the Fonz scene Fonz of him kind all. of checking his hair very much <laughs> nods to the fawns. I believe Wes Craven said him they had shared the same agent, and so Henry like actually said, "I want to be in this movie," um, nice. so that's why he's in there. Um, but I love like the way they really made the continuity of events really make sense. So like if you go through it, like. I actually did a whole video breaking down when I think the killer's Billy and when I think the killer's Stu. And they really hold to giving you enough clues where all of those things kind of line up. They make sense. There's kills done for a reason, like Principal himbry was killed so that they have a distraction later to get everyone out of the party. I feel like Tatum was killed so that Billy wouldn't have somebody kind of cock blocking him. And he cock blocking to him, yep. Yeah, there's literally reasons for and everything. And he gives
1: a, the, the, the most obvious sign that Tatum's dead. Like he looks at like at looks Stu at Stu like,
2: and then when you like, watch it like that second time, it is so fucking yeah. Obvious. You're like,
1: dude, how the hell did that I? That video not star get scene
2: alone is enough to like. How did we not like pick up yeah. on this energy? You know, even at the fountain, when you know you think he's defending his friend at first, but really he's just like, "Dude, stop talking." Nobody says you did, and he gives him this like, "Shut up," you know, like, "Shut the hell up!" You're saying way too much about knowing how to gut somebody.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I love it. And then again, uh I saw something the other day which I wasn't thrilled about it or anything, but I was like, they they do this throughout the whole film because someone posted, I forgot on what page. Um, you know how the algorithm, if you start looking at screen things, it's just oh, a screen, uh-huh, screen, okay. screen thing, yeah. you right. But it's like, oh, uh, we should have known that Billy was the killer from the get because he uh, had boots on on the fountain. I'm like, yeah, but so did everybody they, else.
2: They showed every, like they showed the sheriff with boots. The sheriff you know? had
1: the boots. Yeah, yeah, obviously Dewey. Uh, They don't really focus, but it's a part of the uniform and all that. So I'm like, that that does nothing. But watching it again, once you know who it is, because even the first time you watch it, Billy gets killed. So yeah. mm-hmm. I have yeah. you, the whole movie points to him throughout the whole film. And it's like, it's Billy, it's Billy, it's Billy, it's Billy, it's Billy. And then he gets killed. You're like, what the hell is it?
2: Yeah. You and know? he's working so hard to like defend himself. Even when, you know, she's kind of believing it's not him, he's still like pushing, what do I have to do to get you to not believe it's me? But she's yeah, like, but- I already believe it's not you. But he's still yeah. somehow like pushing that it's not him. So yeah. the fact that he's working I, overtime. And so, yeah, that fake out death definitely threw you for a loop because you definitely, I think we're leaning towards him kind of the majority of the film. And then when that happens, you're like, well, now I don't even know what to Who look. is it? I yeah. don't know who
1: it is. Exactly. Yeah. And I I remember the real twist for me, which, again, we're kind of getting, uh, we're, we're kind of jumping everywhere. It's fine. Yeah. The real twist for me was when he turns around, uh, when Jamie Kennedy walks in, right? And then he goes, uh, Stu's gone mad. He goes, we all go a little mad sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Obviously, originally, didn't know that that was a reference to Psycho. Even though he mentions it right after. He goes, Norman made yeah, Psycho exactly. when he shoots mm-hmm. Jamie Kennedy, right? Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, my God, it's Billy. But then when she turns around and you see Stu Mocker's character, Matthew Lillard, saying, surprise, Sydney!" The fact that there were two killers two of in the process. Any, yes. anyone's yeah. mind, yeah. anyone's, that for me was the real twist. Like it was when Same. the reveal was like, oh shit. Okay. It was duh, you know, fake out death. But then you're like, and you don't really think about it right after that because you're like, all right, well, who was in the ghost face co- costume, you know, killing Billy or whatnot. Even then with the reveal, you're like, oh, okay. It's him. You don't even think like there is a second killer, but who the hell stabbed Billy while all this thing w- were going down obviously less than like 10 seconds later there's a reveal that there is a second killer that for me was the most jaw-dropping moment one of my in like i want to say like movie going experience overall one of the most shocking scenes because i had because right after what right after they did that it didn't matter the sequel you kind of always expect two killers so you're always looking at two people right after that that uh after the right first after one, the now movie. you're once, expecting yeah, yeah, once, an alarm. once, once the first one happens, so that you have an alarm, because now every time I'm like, who it could be this person and this person, and I'm like looking at accomplices and and things like that. Um, but yeah, I I uh, that that revealed for me, and you know, just jumping into in, each individual. We I know we mentioned um, Courtney Cox being so great, and obviously Neff Campbell, You know, you got to give her flowers. I'm kind of sad. I I. I I'm kind of sad that she's not returning Same. for the uh the, yeah. the new one, right? But it doesn't kill my love for the franchise. So it makes me think like do I really do I yes, I love her but like Ghostface is the franchise for me.
0: So Yes.
1: But um um Rose McGowan as Tatum.
2: Oh my God, As the best friend. So good. Was, I mean, she's a little so bit flaky in her world. moments, but like there's true support for sydney there like there are so many scenes of her kind of coming to her defense making sure she's okay checking up on her and even in her death scene making her such a fighter like she's one of the few characters in their death she's like fighting till the very end and she actually doesn't get a stabbing death like her death is so kind of random and what happens she literally just gets a slice on the forearm um, that was a
1: death that was imprinted in my brain, too, yes. for a long time. I oh, would see yeah. that, I was like, oh, my God.
2: Yes. <laughs> yes. And such a cool death, because, yeah, like, everything could be a simple gunshot or a stabbing. So to have kind of a cool death like that, you're really not expecting at all. But I loved her going out as a fighter, throwing bottles, cussing him out. You know, she had Ghostface looking hella clumsy in that whole kind of sequence. Yeah. So I love the And the, only, and the one that calls media. him Ghostface. Yes. She's the one that I yeah, no, she's, she's the, the one who kind yes. of, um, uh-huh. labels yeah. him. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, I also kind of like character. the fact that like, you know, in these in, in this film, like it's a it's two real people, right? We've mentioned it's not like some kind of like, supernatural entity or anything like that. And they take a beating. Like, oh, yeah. You know, a lot of a lot of this oh, yeah. movie. I mean, that's <laughs> made light on and, and I don't even like scary movie, honestly, but like there's certain things like re-watching this recently, a lot of the things that they goof on in, about this movie? Yeah. Or all that, and that was one of them, how much he oh, gets no, his the, ass the, the, OG,
1: the OG scary movie is great. The OG scary movie is great. I love the first one. The first two. Yeah. The first two are really good. But, uh, yeah. The original
2: title was actually scary yeah. movie. Yeah. So scary movie <laughs> yeah. was,
1: when they, were, when they were shooting the film, um... They, the movie was called scary movie, scary movie? that's what scream mm-hmm. was supposed to be called and it was i think it was bob weinstein said that he heard a michael jackson song called scream with janet jackson and, <laughs> and he's like we like, should titled it
3: to scream yeah,
1: yeah that he liked he liked yeah he liked the scream in the movie and he told west craven to change the title of the movie to scream and they, they were kind of hesitant at first and then voila
0: yeah i mean yeah man we, it's kind of hard to imagine it being called scary movie now, I guess. I know. I agree. I agree. I agree. a thousand percent. But I like the humanity that that Ghostface has, like getting beat down and like, you know, in the in the fight and just getting his ass kicked because we just didn't see that at the time in yeah. any of the you know, in any of the slasher films that we had seen before this. I mean, you know, Freddie is unstoppable essentially and so is uh, you know Jason Voorhees and Michael Myers, so like different yeah. extents, but this was like a completely different thing. Yes, um,
2: and that ghost face stuntman is actually the same stuntman who was who did the fire stunt going up the stairs as Freddy Krueger. Uh, wow! wow. wow. Yep.
1: Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. In the first Nightmare, the fire stunt guy yeah. is who. Uh, it, yeah, it, yeah. Did a lot he's of. The me, Cra- Craven <laughs> keeps it in the family.
2: Yeah, man. Yeah. Craven yeah.
1: keeps it in the family. Yeah, the sheriff. Uh, he's I'm also,
2: not- I think. A- Sheriff in, in in Elm Street
1: as well yeah uh, yep. yeah he really is yeah. and then he um I know that originally this this movie was supposed to be so i I, I kind of told uh Ed this I, I'm sure you know um that the reason why this movie existed was because Kevin Williamson was at home oh, house yeah? sitting one night mm-hmm. and he was on TV it was on TV news came on about the Gainesville Ripper
3: yeah and uh, mm-hmm.
1: about the murders that happened on gainesville i think i told ed and I, i'm pretty sure i told you janine that mm-hmm. i met actually the brother of the male victim of the gainesville Ripper oh, wow. at work while while i was hyping scream five to my co-workers when it had just come out mm-hmm. last year um i was talking about it this and that and that and uh, my co-workers like man it sounds like you really liked it i'm like man i you know it's revamping it i love it this and that and, that. and then mm-hmm. um gentleman was there he was really quiet and i kind of like include people in conversations i don't feel rude at work or whatever and i'm like oh do you like do you like horror do you like movies do you like horror film and he goes uh never see scream never will see scream uh not a fan and uh, i was oh, like oh i'm like is there a reason why and then he told me what happened i was like all right end the conversation here man. oh I'm my gosh that's you crazy <laughs> yeah. i love this franchise but what are the odds you know yeah. Uh, but yeah, so he took the idea from that, and he said that he was house sitting, and it gave him the creeps so much that he was—he um, heard a noise or a tapping or something like that—and that he went to go see a window, and the window was actually opened, uh. right? And he thought he thought that um, everything was locked in, but he said that he freaked out, and he was on the phone with a friend with a knife in his hand going around the house and then he said that you know he's like this feels like i'm a freaking scary movie right now and he just started penning the film down and he only had it as a uh the beginning of the The, the one act yeah it was a rough opening that's all he wrote down and then he said that he wanted to turn it into a screenplay and then he wrote the film so i thought that was a very interesting fact that That uh how it went from how it grew from from that yeah
2: Something this whole thing huge. and just all these yeah. subtle cues in that opening, um, the popcorn kind of being the timer of how this yeah. scene is progressing and even like how the popcorn gets super aggressive. It kind of is relates to the building of that scene. And, you know, in my kind of who's the killer when I kind of theorize that I think it's both of them there at that first kill. You know, obviously they're going to yeah. kind of relish in this moment together. And I think you need two of them to kind of accomplish this too. And I feel like whenever there's a phone call, it's Billy on the phone. Billy is the charmer. Billy is the flirt. We immediately see that in that next scene when he gets into Sydney's room, obviously distracting her so that Stu can kidnap Mr. Prescott. Um, but he's charming us. He's charming Sydney uh in this whole scene and distracting her. So I feel like seeing how manic stew is it's very clear that billy is probably always the one making the phone calls i mean he is smooth enough to get casey to act like she doesn't have a boyfriend you know
3: yeah 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 yeah, Um, absolutely
2: so i love just kind of these subtle cues that you can kind of pick up on later like we see later billy in the video store flirting with two girls um so just the continuity of, of character kind of moments to really, once you watch it back, it just makes for such a rich kind of rewatch because you can kind of pick up on these things that happen in this opening scene, how he's talking to her on the phone and moments that happen that really you can put on specific characters to really kind of enrich like your your viewing of, you know, okay, now I can see this was probably Billy. This was probably Stu at this moment based off of things that happened just even in that opening scene. So well done. I've always I've always thought the same. Um I've always thought that the opening
1: scene was done by both of them because I've always heard no it had to be uh Billy all on its own because you know Tatum gave him the alibi that he was with me. Even though Randy shuts that shit down very Yeah soon,
2: and nobody really, you know? and really answers like, was that him was sliced sliced dice him nice? and nobody answers yeah. that question. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: you know, and then, um, so I was like, there's no way that that could have been done by one person. Like, yes, like I've always thought in retrospect, obviously, after you know there are two killers and you start doing these deep dives into the film and who did who and you know who did what, Billy does most of the killing, in my opinion, in this film. It, uh, I don't think Stu does anything until probably the very end. I think um, Stu
2: does attack Sydney. I think he's the one who's in her house, in the closet, and he attacks house? her. Billy's on the phone, and I think he's the one who attacks Sydney. Obviously, and he chases her up the stairs, because as when he's at the yeah. door, that's when Billy comes through the window. Boom,
1: the Billy comes back. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. No, 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 I dead. mean actual, like, actual- Oh, killing, deaths. killing people, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, actual killings, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely think that uh, he did uh, his killings towards the end of the film. Uh, versus the beginning. I think uh again principal Henry had to be Billy. There's no way there's no you can't change my mind about that. Has oh no, be, definitely uh, Billy. The,
3: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tatum was obviously Billy. And then once Billy gets cut out of the you know film temporarily, you know, when he starts to do when he stabs, I think he's he's the one. Uh, who stabs Dewey? I
2: think it's Billy. I think it would be Billy because I, I don't the one think inside Billy house, would be yeah, I don't think Billy would just be like He's not going to be just lying time. there, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like Stu is kind of out. He's the one who finds Stu finds scale. He probably does something to make Randy realize it's him. And that's why when they're both at the door, he's kind of saying that Stu's gone mad and all this because Stu has done yeah. something while they're outside running around that makes him realize yeah. that Stu is one of the killers. Um, so yeah. I think anything that's kind of nearby the house is Billy. I think Billy stabs Dewey. I think Billy is the one who chases her around the car and then it's obviously he has to disappear What do you think he's behind
1: Randy when they're doing the uh the uh Jamie scene with you know Jamie Kennedy I telling think, Jamie Lee Curtis
2: I think that actually might be Stu and then when he hears Sydney screaming outside that's when his chase of Sydney outside kind of starts That's what I thought too. But I so I thought it was Stu as well. In actuality, I think that was Skeet actually in the costume. That was the one yes, time. Yes, I heard that. That yeah. I did
1: hear. That was the one time that any one actor of them was, was in one. The, one, one was one yes. of them was actually in the ghost face suit. It yes. was actually. It was actually. um Uh, ski yes. I, You could. I know. You know. I could never say his last name. I say. I Ehrlich, think it's or Ulrich. Erich.
2: I think it's Ulrich. Ulrich.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I always. I always. Yeah. Like confused. is it Ulrich? Is it Ulrich? Yeah. Yeah. So. So yeah. Um, Again, I know we've kind of gone everywhere uh, with this, but I just, um, I think this is, you know, in my opinion, I used to say for a long time that The Exorcist was my favorite horror movie. And I think it was just more of a, um, I do love the film very, very much so. But I I, I think it was more of a badassery because there was a time where Scream was known to be like not great, like not cool, but you know, the sequels kind of like people just didn't, like the sequels as much. Yeah. Um, and, you know, if you say, you know, Scream's your favorite movie, uh, horror movie, they're like, oh, you don't know shit about horror. What about, you know, the OGs that did it beforehand and this and that and that. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't, even when, when um, years later, when Scream 4 came out, I remember being so hyped because I thought it was just going to yes. be the first three films.
2: Mm-hmm. And I
1: remember when they announced 4 and they announced Wes Craven coming back in the original cast coming back.
2: And Kevin writing and everything. It was
1: it was honestly yeah Kevin Williamson writing the 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 uh the fourth one. I remember it was like telling a kid you're gonna take him to Disney World. I was counting down, and I remember going to. I remember seeing the first showing on the on that uh, Thursday, and nobody was in my showing. Nobody was in there. It was me, my sister, and the girl I was dating at the time. That was it. Yeah, and the movie finished, and. Both my sister and the girl I was dating at the same time did not like it. And I remember thinking, I think this was one of the better sequels. And, uh, yeah. and again, we'll, we'll do, obviously, we're going to talk that later. But um, I was shocked at how many people didn't receive Scream 4 upon first viewing.
2: Yes. Or be excited I about like it, it became, because this was a solid franchise up to that point.
1: Yeah. So. And then after that, when I didn't see anybody in theater, I'm like, God, oh, this is it. This is the last screen we're ever gonna yeah. see. Thank Wes's God. Wes's last not the case. film,
2: everything. Yeah. Yeah. How is this so even gonna go I, on I, without West? Yeah.
1: Yes. So um going in, uh you know, I just I, I love it so much. And um, I don't know if you just wanna go on to if you have any final thoughts on this movie. I just um my love for scream again with uh when the fourth one came out it was still kind of dying it wasn't honestly until the fifth one came out that i'm like you know what fuck this this is my favorite franchise i don't get hyped for for any other movie for any other movie and then i remember just doing deep dives and deep dives and i'm showing everybody again uh you know steph uh like the movies, loves them now because of my love for them. Cause I'm like, yes. this and this, and this, and I'm like, you know, so watching it and I'm like, them. you know, since I moved here to Texas, I'm like, who the hell am I going to go see scream? I'm like, I-, I can go by myself. I don't care. But I'm like, but who am I going to really show this joy to that? You know, yeah. and then I asked my brother and I was like, hey, have you seen scream? He's like, I know Shaggy's in them. He doesn't even know. His name? Like, his know- name.
3: Oh, no. <laughs> he's like,
1: I know Shaggy's in one of them. And I'm like, do you know who he plays? And he goes, I, it's just, I know he's in it. And I was like, perfect. So uh, we're doing a countdown again at home nice. with Stream 6. Okay. I mean, so he's he's going to watch all of it. I'm like, are you down? He's like, yeah. He's like, we have nothing to do. Let's do it. So, so hold I'm, on. So are, are you guys going
0: to go to the fan event? There's a
2: fan
1: event that's before the Thursday. Uh-oh. No. No. no, no, no. Well, Jenny, There's no way I knew
0: this before you guys.
1: No, no, <laughs> um, you, did, you did. The you fan did, event
2: did. is like the Wednesday, right? Isn't yeah, it's the a Wednesday 3D like five fan o'clock? event. Yes. So I I, I originally had just, because I bought tickets the first day, and I didn't see the 3D event available. So I was like, I guess it's not available in my area. And then the next week when tickets were on sale, the, the, the event came up. So I canceled my original tickets and then got tickets to the 3D mm-hmm. fan event. Oh, yeah. nice. Okay. Nice.
0: Yeah. I think here but, it's um, like three o'clock in the afternoon and I'm like I don't know if I can skip out of work if anymore. they have that you later. But
1: yeah. yeah. I, excuse me. I don't think I don't think I have that. To be honest oh. with you. They don't oh, like yeah. They'll, if it's a Thursday showing I don't Yeah, again there's nothing to do here. Um <laughs> but uh but but yes, with 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 five, I know we keep going to the future versus the two that we were going to talk to talk about. But um, it just revamped my love for it, and I just started doing deep dives after deep dive, and yes, you know, yeah. um, commentary, uh, you know, the directed commentary. Yes,
2: was, I love listening yeah. to the commentary. I had, but I had never seen them before until five came out, and then I just started just going and
1: delving in into there.
2: everything. Yeah,
1: yeah, and I love I love that Ghostface is back. You know, it, he was, you know, it was kind of like you know a franchise that was just you know. Quiet. That's it. You know, they even said that they were only going to do three of them.
2: Yeah, like and they then, really built that third one as the final one, the last scare, all this whole thing. So yeah. there was really no intention to even come back. But I mean, you said Exorcist was your favorite before this, and we get a nice little Linda Blair cameo in the movie. And the, even yeah. recently, in kind of my deep dive videos I've been doing, I noticed she's actually wearing like crucifix cross earrings.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Like
2: but Just yeah. A nice but little uh. T- but,
1: I love yeah. it. But before before three, four, and five, we had the sequel. The sequel yes. part one was the smash hit of uh, nineteen ninety six, and less than a year later, we had yes. Scream two. Mm-hmm. Less than a year later, we had Scream two. They came out of the same months, but I think like two weeks apart, right? If yeah. I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken, In December.
2: Um,
1: yeah. And I, for one, was there opening night. For Scream Two, my butt was in the theater. I was not gonna. I again, not that I missed the first one in theater, but I was just again. I told you for every day from the movie was on pay per view. I remember telling my mom when we uh, the VHS came out because I had it on VHS. Saw it on, saw it on VHS, and um. I would, as soon as my mom bought me that movie, it was just over and over. Every day, she's like, you are obsessed with this movie. Which part of me, I'm not gonna lie to you, loved it so much that I'm like, am I crazy? Am I a psycho? Am I gonna be a killer when I grow up? Why do I like <laughs> so much? I why know, him? right? Why <laughs> yeah. am I so, so in into love this. with these characters? And why do I love the characters of Billy and Stu so much? Cause I, and you know what it was? It was the charisma of them. Right? Yes, their, their chemistry. Their chemistry, uh, Stu being so funny. Um, so my butt was in the theater opening night for Scream Two, and just like the first one, just like the first one, you have Jada Pinkett Smith right there.
2: Yeah, oh, known <laughs> right face.
1: There, yeah. in, known face. You know, you had Omar Epps. Uh, then uh, you know, and then. Boom, you kill your main character. That's how you start. You have yeah. to start the uh, screen time as that for way, me, right? It and, was I, like,
0: yeah. and two and two my big actors that got killed in the opening scene. Yeah. That
2: yes. And um, for me, and the, I I you know, I didn't have a car, I didn't have any money. I think it was like fourteen or fifteen. And so I didn't get to see this in theaters again. It was like I think it was finally like available. I was you know, had the free HBO preview weekend when your you know cable would give you like <laughs> HBO or Showtime or something for like a week to see if you want to subscribe, and so that's when I had yeah. when we had it for that week or whatever that weekend. That's when I finally got to watch Scream Two on TV, and I was just yeah. for me as someone who always was causing looking for representation in in movies that I enjoyed seeing the the, the abundance of beautiful black faces in this movie. Was very soothing to me. It was so much Fantastic. awesome representation, and even like Jada Pinkett and Omar Epps not the even being on in Black the- yes, them no. not even yes, being in the film fantasy. very long. All the black characters, we get four black characters, and they all have personalities. They're all fleshed out. They all have great conversations. So, yeah, their whole fun commentary about black people in horror films, because that was kind of a known trope of, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, the black dude dies first kind of commentary. So, I love. Which they did, anyways. Yes. They still lived into into it, anyways. Yeah. So, I love that. Yeah. So, I love that even we don't. Aren't sitting with these characters too long, they're still fleshed out, they're still kind of funny. We're enjoying their time together, we're enjoying their chemistry, their banter, and they're having some really smart conversation about horror films from a context of, of black people in horror. So I love that, you know, these movies are always a commentary on the horror genre from some element. So I love that we got kind of the black side of, you know, what their contributions and how they're seen in horror, even just a little nod to that. So for me, like the representation was like the number one thing that had me excited. About this movie, um, absolutely just loved that opening um, and and just that rowdy theater experience. Like you want as a scream fan after seeing that for you wanted to be in that theater, and just oh, the kind of down. the scariness of this person is getting murdered and nobody even realizes, nobody even notices. No, I'm back tonight because I think it's
1: all it's all part of the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I remember. So that's the thing. So again, you mentioned no car, no money. This whole thing. I had to beg, right? And I knew the movie was coming. I think if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, I think that movie came out either December 11th or 12th. I don't know why I remember that, but I know it's one of those days. Oh and God. I remember counting down, counting down, counting down, or 7th. No, I think it was the 12th. I don't know. Anyways, but <laughs> I know it's between the, the first week of – uh Hold or Jayden. What, weeks what of, did you say? December what? I think I think it was December 11th or 12th, if I'm not mistaken. December 12th. Yeah, nice job. Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you, man. Yeah, yeah. So uh so yeah, I remember so yeah, the first two came out in December, if I'm not mistaken. The third one came out came out in February, even though they wanted a December release date. And then the fourth one came out in April, if I'm not mistaken. That sounds about right. so yeah. Um, but again, I had to beg. No one in my family watches horror films. My cousin that did watch the movie wasn't into Scream. He's like he always told me he's like, I know you're obsessed with Ghostface. I, I don't get it. He's like, I like them, but they're, you know, he's like, I don't, I don't get why Ghostface is your favorite out of uh, all these slasher films. Um, So my one aunt that, uh, you know, kind of spoiled me, she had no kids. And, you know, she was just like, what do you want to watch? And I'm like, scream. She goes, I don't do horror films. I'm like, it's not really horror. And like, you know, (laughs) trying to to,
2: like finesse the idea. And I'm
1: like, it's not that it's more suspense than it is horror. There's no monsters or anything. And she's like, oh, all right. I heard it's very popular and whatever. She went into it not watching the first one, right? And the opening scene, mind you, it is opening night to a huge film at this point, right? Because screen one was like a massive, massive hit. hit. Mm -hmm. And we're watching this. And it's in a movie theater with psychos everywhere. And our theater is completely freaking packed. Completely packed. Opening night, and this movie starts in a movie theater while they're watching, kind of like meadowing, like meddling, uh, you yeah, know like we're, mm-hmm. we're doing the same thing. And my aunt looks at me and she goes, "I'm getting out of here. I I don't feel comfortable watching <laughs> Too this movie." Much. And I'm like, "No, no, 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 no!" Like, oh, please, and then Just
2: hang in there. And hang then, in
1: there. <laughs> yeah, so it became like a tradition of ours. Well, she saw the first one afterwards with me, and then she took me to see three. We'll, we'll talk about three later. Um, but the again, the opening scene, seeing that they're watching the events of the first one, the stab gets introduced, which I love yeah. mm-hmm. the stab universe in this movie. <laughs> um, the fact that Robert Rodriguez directed the stab film, um, yeah. <laughs> which he was attached to direct Scream. If Wes Craven didn't do it, so do it, the yeah. fact that they mm-hmm. the own studio is Pepperian, all these real life things that happen. Yeah, but I don't think we scenes, see that until four,
2: though, that, that he was dir- the director. I don't think we see it until yeah. four. But I love well, that. No, no, story.
1: no. You see it. You see are it. You, you sure? see it. I promise. are you sure? I don't I, think you I, see I it re-watched.
2: until four at the Stabathon. I
1: read I read I, re- I rewatched two uh like two days ago or three days ago, and it says it starts, she's walking into the theater. And it says, based off the book of Gail That's Weather, Gail uh, the mm-hmm. Woodrow Mars. And mm-hmm. then, boom, it says, a uh, Robert Rodriguez film, which I did it. Um, so I was like, oh shit, as I thought the same thing. I thought you didn't see it until later, but you do see it in two. Um, and then you have Heather Graham. Yeah, I know. You say yes. you have Heather Graham uh, playing uh, Casey Becker, which she had that earlier that year had done Boogie Nights. Yeah, uh so, so the yeah, when the rope comes closing, off, yeah. When the rope also, comes also everybody's this, going crazy,
3: yeah.
2: Also, this great kind of layered commentary about Scream kind of being a slasher, but not really going the nudity route, which like 80s kind of horror was really known for. Exactly. So which just I kind of thank
1: that. God they didn't do that because yeah. just like my 10-year-old self, uh I the one of the strongest connections I have with this film, which uh Janine, I'm sure you know. Is the fact that my kids are obsessed with it because I'm like I have my rules, right? So I'm like, all right, if it's violence, we can get away with it. <clears throat> as soon as there's any nudity or any sex scene in the movies, it's kind of like a no go for me. Um yeah. Depending if it's something very very mild, I'll just cover their eyes and then we, we keep watching the movie. But overall, horror film is known for their nudities and sex scenes, and you know, especially the like you said the the earlier slasher films. So I remember um, recently. When Scream was coming out, my kids got so attracted towards the mask, right? Yeah. And they're like, what is that? And I, I've seen you wear that shirt. And, and, and it's like, oh, it's daddy's favorite scary movie. And they're like, is it very scary? I'm like, yeah, it depends. Yeah. Um, Long story short, it was at them, at my son at the age of 10, same age that I was when I first watched. Yeah. Daughter was, thought it was a little younger. She was seven or eight, but she's the one that's completely obsessed with the film now. <laughs> um, right. But it was the fact that there was no nudity in these films. And again, besides the opening scene in the beginning, there's not really, it's not really too gory. It no. has their, you know, it has their, it has well, their, they were death.
2: forced to cut it down. You yeah. Know?
1: yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but um but yeah but overall i i was glad that i'm glad that i can watch these movies with my kids and it's still that you know a murder mystery and i love them trying to figure out know, who it the is killer. yeah mm-hmm. yeah 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 so it's it's always fun for me um yeah. that's another reason why again i i i hold this this movie so near and dear to my heart
2: yeah so but fun um, casting with heather graham the same kind of obvious yeah. haircut she's casey becker um, even the yeah. shower shot, the under shower shot is exactly identical psycho. To psycho. Mm-hmm. Yeah. psycho.
1: Yeah.
3: And we get it yeah, again yeah, in no.
2: five <laughs> with Wes's shower as well. So yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and then we have that, you get your introduction to Stid. obviously shit goes down, she's like, it's happening again, then you have, you know.
2: I love that she uh, has uh, Caller ID as well. And I think, Caller like, real-life kind of effects, yeah. real-life yeah. effects, like, Caller ID actually kind of sales of that went up after.
1: Went up. After, went up because yeah. of Scream. Because, you know, it's just like, you know, Psycho was, you know, uh, Psycho was, you were scared to get into the shower. Jaws got you scared of go to the beach. Mm-hmm. This movie got you scared of scared uh, to answer the phone. taking up phone calls. Answering you don't the phone at night. night. Yeah. 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 You know? And, um so you get that, you know, Sydney gets he sees on the news report that you know uh these these two um because she's we're in college now, you know, yeah. we went from high school Sydney to college Sydney, different time it's Ohio, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah,
2: You're in, in Ohio. Yeah, we're in
1: the college in Ohio. Uh so we're in Ohio, we're we're away from Woodsboro, which we didn't kind of talk about Woodsboro in the first one, just this the, the city of Woodsboro as a character on its own, which I love oh, yeah. in this mm-hmm. franchise.
2: the small town. Um, yeah. mm-hmm.
1: Very small town, yeah. And then, uh, so we get there, we get Sydney getting the calls, and then, you know, she goes to the expert, which is uh, Randy, which we, uh, again, really didn't really talk about. The whole film class scene. Yeah. Yeah. Which they made a mistake on.
2: Yes. Justice Uh, for Joshua Jackson. Yes.
1: He actually had it right. So I don't know. You you recently saw it, right? You know, the Yeah, no, I recently rewatched it. Yeah. So the sequel sucking, and, you know, the very meta commentary that sequels aren't good and all that. Um, mm-hmm. and then there's a scene where they're talking, you know, st- superior which sequels are superior
2: to the original. Yeah. Or they, mentioned,
1: they mentioned Alien, and then he goes, Oh, get away from her, you bitch! and then he rips the head off. You know, he, he does the thing like, Yeah, He's gonna rip the head off. That's Joshua Jackson, which is Percy from yeah. Percy, right? From Dawson's Creek, which was written by he, Kevin Williamson. Oh, that's right. And then, um, and then you have Jamie Candy's character. Correct them. Stay, stay away from her, you bitch. They were from her. This is film but class, the actual right? line, Yeah. So the actual <laughs> line that that Percy says yeah, is the Joshua real Jackson line says from the is movie. Joshua, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Joshua mm-hmm. Jackson says correct, but yes. he messed up his line. So they kept it in film, but it was a mistake that they kept it in film because. Uh, he, they were bouncing off each other, and he yeah. was supposed to say the incorrect line. Yeah, said the correct line. Josh was Jamie supposed Kennedy said, "Stay away from yeah. her."
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So it's it's a big thing that that in Scream Two, the film expert made really a it. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah, but also yeah. there's another moment as well because you know everyone gives Mickey these accolades for talking about The Godfather Part Two as the superior sequel but it's part yeah. of a trilogy. So then later yeah. at the frat party, when Mickey also brings up the Empire example of The Back. Empire Strikes Back, and Randy yeah. dismisses it, that it's part of a trilogy already planned, but you yeah. gave him the nod for another yeah, movie. Yeah, you gave that him The Godfather.
1: Gonna... Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, it's agree. totally 100%. inconsistent. So a couple of like, film long fails long for
2: Randy, which is a bit disappointing, but... Yeah,
1: yeah, so, but uh, but yeah, so we get introduced to, you know, a new set of characters, Hallie, which is one of my favorite characters in all Scream. Uh, Hallie is uh, Sydney's best friend. Yes. Um, loved loved her energy, loved everything about her. She, honestly, one of my favorite screen characters in the whole yes. franchise. I, I justice for Hallie, to be honest. So yes. Little fun fact you knew this, right? She was supposed to be a killer. She was yes. supposed to be an mm-hmm. original. She was
2: supposed to be the second. So,
1: Sydney's yeah. best friend was supposed to be a killer in this movie. It was supposed to be the uh, best friend and Mickey. It was supposed to be three of them. Mm-hmm. So, it was oh. always Debbie Salt. Yeah, so it was always Billy Loomis's mom. Uh-huh. right uh mickey was mickey. was no was it mickey it was yeah, mickey. it was, so mickey, it was right? billy Lewis, kind of like the puppet master behind the scenes that uh, she wanted to kill sydney at the end but it was supposed to be two killers uh the uh the uh script leaked online and uh they had so to they change
2: some things yeah
1: they had to change some things so they kept her they kept her as as the best, best friend, friend not, yeah. not the, uh not the killer didn't introduced- appreciate them
2: adding a couple extra stabs to her off screen. Like your your face is <laughs> yeah, on screen, the and sh- then you just hear <laughs> you just hear her getting brutally stabbed oh, like yeah. five
3: more. Times. And you get
1: a uh, you get a uh, David Arquette's dad in this movie, which is the yes, uh, he's the, uh, the, the, the 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 sheriff detective sheriff. Yeah, he's a sheriff. Mm-hmm.
0: Right? Yeah, he's yeah. sheriff sure for that
1: time. Yeah, yeah. So we have that uh, again. Uh, love this movie. I thought it was a superior sequel. I remember coming out of this movie and uh, thinking it was better than the original. Like, shame on shame on an 11-year-old Jader. But, you know, more body counts. <laughs> Dude, more, you were you excited. Know. You were excited. It cool. happened. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was yeah. really excitement. I was like, Scream 2 is the best, hands
2: down. And then yeah. I heard uh, my goodness. I thought Spider Man 3
0: was really good when I first saw it. So, I mean, give me a break. <laughs> oh, no. It happens, man. No, you grade, get excited.
2: Sixth grade, Batman Forever was my favorite film. So, you know, we all have our. It happens. You okay? get caught up in
0: a moment. <laughs>
1: what are you going to do? Yeah. But, um, uh, but, but yeah, I mean, but, having the
2: balls to kill Randy, um, That for me was one of the most heartbreaking (laughs) scenes. Yes, because
1: I loved the character Randy in the first one. I know again we didn't really talk about him in uh, in this, even though Jamie Kennedy was fantastic. He kills that role. The fact, the reason why I I feel like the audience resonated to him too much because we are him. You know, we are Randy. We're the yeah. ones that are watching the scary movie and know the trope and know, and yeah, know what we should and be. And he calls out. him out, and he calls out Billy in the video store. And he goes, "Would you be in the horror section while you're, you know, want like not wanted That's from so her but a suspect. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's so obvious. And he's like telling us right there, like but this is the, the guy fact,
2: with the phone calls. Everyone like thinks it's Randy goofing around with them. So the yeah. fact that they no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. with like Randy, stop goofing around. Like Randy, are you something yeah. like? the video start like yeah so the fact yeah. that everyone kind of thinks it's him because of his knowledge of these horror movies uh just a great performance from jamie kennedy so yeah, yeah it was, and, it then, was very and then they kill
1: him in the sequel and yeah. i'm like what did what? they do to my boy yeah <laughs> i felt i felt like 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 uh like carlione man like the Vito carlet what did they do i was to so God? mad
2: but like yes but <laughs> after kind of subsequent rewatches over the years like to kind of understand like that was a ballsy move. I think it's something like it was needed a to move. happen so that now you're kind of worried about everybody. It really so kind of took that, up the exactly. stage. I was going to say it reestablishes
0: yeah. no rules being you know, yeah. in place. Yeah, yeah. Exactly.
1: So, so yeah. So, for that, um, what did you guys feel about the reveal on this? I know we already mentioned who the killers were, but...
2: Nikki totally obvious because he disappears for a huge chunk of the film. 45 minutes of the movie it wasn't around. Yes. And all of a sudden he like I'm like, he, he, kinda, kind of has a look
0: like, he kinda has yes. a look and like you see
2: Billy. him with a video yeah. camera yeah. the whole time. So you yeah, know, like, yeah. you know, but he was yeah. But I think you know, then again on subsequent rewatches, you can kind of frame it as well, ob- he's so obvious because in the end the his motive hair. is he wanted to get hot caught. He yep. wanted yeah. you to know it was him. He wants that yeah, notoriety. Yeah. So then you can kind of step back and be like, okay, then maybe you know, maybe it was intentional that he was so obvious because his motive turns out being, I want you to know it was me. I well, was gonna say, trial, we I think it was written spectacle. like that
0: to yeah. kind of say, hey, we're gonna put, we give you this one killer on the platter, but yeah. the mm-hmm. other one you're gonna, I remember having no idea, No, yeah, no clue. I don't think, I don't best. think anyone did. No anyone. and even.
1: Even when they do the little – the fact that Mickey, right, when it was revealed, you see, you know, he was the one obviously driving the car, kills the detectives, Mm -hmm. kills Hallie, all that stuff, right? You see him hurt, right? And the fact that, you know, it's the sequel, Derek is missing, right? Then you see Derek hanging, and the fact that he's still – makes Sydney think for the a second
2: question even for a question split second. Yeah, yeah
1: for a split second that he's like oh I had an accomplice I couldn't do this by myself and he's boyfriend like, it's okay, all over Derek. again yeah. he's like and he's like Derek we got her and she's like looking at him and I'm like what an evil bastard bro
2: right that
1: was like maniacal right and, and so then- the last moment
2: with this guy who actually really cared for her is not you know trusting him fully you know
1: yeah exactly which is which is sad like in again in on rewatches knowing that he's not the killer and the fact that she doubted him the guy gets killed you know and he's helpless because he's tied because had Derek not been tied
2: yes you know, and his all, last you know, all words, all words were been... I never yeah. would have hurt you you know I never
1: would have hurt you yeah, yeah. which is. Tragic. He was like the nicest then, guy in the
2: world,
0: it turns out yes. to be like
2: and people hate yeah, that cafeteria she... scene, but for me, I love it because it's like, when do we ever see Sydney that happy ever again? When do we see that, her you know having what? a moment and, of and, levity? And, and... When do we ever see her being loved and appreciated and laughing and smiling like that? Like it's so ridiculous and
1: that you've
3: scene. Mickey's dancing before.
2: makes it pretty cringe, but <laughs> oh. um, but just the fact that we get to see our girl like happy for once, for one moment to just have a breather and just have a happy moment, it like makes that scene so much better for me.
1: You bringing that to light to me is the only part of me remembering that is the only part that makes it now more watchable because I said this <laughs> yeah time everyone time. I, hates I,
3: that scene <laughs> I hate
1: that scene so much <laughs> yeah. but when you told me you're like when is the last time you really like when you really see her happy and I'm like holy shit you really don't and it was right there
2: and then yeah she's and I'm laughing, like holy she's smiling she's yeah she's, yeah. she's yeah. feeling loved and appreciated you know she's feeling yeah. safe she's not running for her life yeah yeah
0: and then the sad part is that no. shortly after she starts doubting him and kind of like you yes. know, he just went through, well, and he I was trying to let the him ringer. go and all that. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, no, absolutely. So the reveal happens. We see, we see Derek. He goes up, and then he's like, "I couldn't do this." Uh, well, he said, "You're like, who's doing that?" You know. And he goes, Who's the mystery you guys waiting uh in the wings? Waiting in and the wings. Just, Gail
2: and yeah, yeah. she is she has uh, no hesitation to believe that that's Gail. Immediately she's like, Gail. Yeah. I knew Gail. She, like she, she's so you quick bitch. to believe <laughs> that it's Gail, which is so sad. But the evolution is like no. Nah. Yeah, yeah, the evolution of her her and Gail's relationship is so well played throughout this franchise. Oh, I love person.
1: it. I love it. Yeah, that's yeah. something that yeah. I'm gonna I want her to touch yeah. about like later on because he, in the first one, they obviously can't stand each other, and the second one they still have that you know a little bit of a yeah fucking hesitation. she she's so, she's so yeah, yeah she so clock she still clocks her again
2: you
1: get that on oh, film? That, so you know so okay do you know that that line uh she improvised that she, line.
2: yes and and then she was and, pissed and, because yeah. joel comes like yes i got that on film and she's like he took oh, my he thunder came, he came right back she goes he liver. took
1: my thunder yeah i <laughs> thought that was hilarious yes. i thought that was hilarious but yeah. um you get the reveal of uh, Debbie Saltz, AKA. And
2: hiding in Billy's mother. Yes, hiding in <laughs> the I thought was whole time. The whole time. And then I yes, remember.
0: And he, okay. Go am sorry.
2: Oh, sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> no, I remember originally thinking it was Cotton Weary. Like oh, yeah, back yeah, then. I remember you know, thinking, and I actually wanted to mention too. Now, upon, and again, I actually didn't watch these movies for a little while now, knowing that Liv Shriver plays Cotton in the first one. In a yeah, a on small the snippet. Yeah, yeah. Like, He's no. like, it was the easiest money he's ever done. He, he got out of car. He
2: got into stairs, a car and he left. And a cop car. That was it. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. So I just remembered, it was not the three. The three murders was it was Debbie's. It was uh Billy's mom. Debbie Salt, it was um Hallie and Cotton Weary. Cotton Weary was supposed to be a killer oh, okay. in the original. In the original um script. script. Now that you mentioned it.
3: Okay. Yeah, in the original yeah, script, it was supposed to be Cotton scene. Weary. It was very yeah, much his red of moment. And,
1: and it was honestly murder. him saying, like, oh, you blame me to be a killer. Watch well, me now. now. now Fuck literally. around and find out. Yeah. yeah. Fuck around and find out. So that's exactly that's how it's supposed to be in the in, in in part two. Leaked, and then they changed it to Mickey and uh and still Debbie saw just two people instead of the three. So yeah. there you go. Thank you for saying Con kind of Weary, because I completely fucking forgot.
0: Man, about so that. for for all of the online changes, it seemed like they were kind of just like going with it. At the time, it's amazing that this film works. as Oh, well they as were it does. pissed. At the yeah. end, they were pissed. Considering some of the no, scenes like, still
2: play to just yeah. now, those scenes, instead of actually being signs of them being the killer, they're really good red herring scenes. So, the way they yeah. kind of were able to work around that, I think it played really well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. The, the quickness of her, like, I know it's you, Gail, like, of course it's you, <laughs> <laughs> and then revealing. Like you know, she recognizes her right away, Mrs. Lewis, and she says, that, and you're just like, what? Yeah. And Laurie Metcalf just like, like
1: Laurie Metcalf kills playing this that annoying role. character
2: that you just think is this innocuous person. Like I don't need to worry about her, and then that reveal, and then you kind of see the moment she, and then you see the crazy
1: eyes yes crazy eyes turn on she has those 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 loony eyes and i was like "Damn, you look like a old fashioned
2: revenge (laughs) just like yes and and you get her kind of whole story of why she was doing that and and playing mickey you know like her plan is so just slick and smart and um and very kind of mature in terms of you know i'm gonna really be calculated about this i'm going to you know, set up Mickey and really make him think I'm backing him, and then everything will be traceable to him. And you know, I have a clear motive. I'm not really a crazy person. I'm literally doing this to avenge my son. You know, Good I have a clear focus. Revenge. Yes, yes. So very brilliant plan on her
1: part. You know, and, and, all, and I love of... how how when she mentioned she goes, oh, when they talk ill about Billy, she goes, "Randy, yeah, talked I got little about a little about knife. I got a little yeah. knife happy."
3: Yeah. And,
1: oh, uh, yes. It's just a, a great. I I feel like she's a, a very underrated ghost face. Um she's at the People, top of my you list know, and I me. I feel she. Yeah, I remember you having her. I, the thing is that I love so many of them. Um yeah. So it's it's really hard for me to like
2: just. I think really I got you out, to, out to like put her, her above Mickey when we kind of. Yeah, because I little... first, off,
1: but the thing was that 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 with Mickey for me, it was it was more his character because again, the film student the guy that loves the movies this and that and that, and then the he fact wants to get caught. that yeah. that wants to get caught you know and it was again like obvious because i remember when it was just revealed 11 year old me was like well duh you haven't been around the movie for i don't know how long you weren't killed <laughs> off and you you didn't say a proper goodbye so it has to be you
2: yes you know? and there was this great commentary at the time of you know violence in cinema yeah. Yeah. And violence, if, if there's a correlation of like why people do things because of the movies. So for him to kind of want to use that as a whole defense um, is just yeah. another brilliant kind of thing of, of screen movies being topical to things happening in the world um, in terms like, of horror movies and that kind of commentary with movies in general. So I really which was a little wild in the first one
1: um, that line, which I felt like was a very true line and a very scary line. Yeah. Um, going back to the first one, when Billy goes, uh, movies don't create cycles. Movies make movies cycles, make cycles more, creative. more creative. Yes. And so you're brilliant. like, what the fuck? That is it, kind of
3: true. Yeah.
1: It's true. It's scary. It's scary because you don't know, you know, somebody be like, oh, yeah, you know, plan some stupid shit out like that. Oh, yeah. And they basically kind of did the same shit because of watching scary movies. And, again, uh, Stu didn't really have a motive but to follow his best friend. Right, yeah. he was just like, "Yeah, Billy asked me to do it, and I did it." And yeah, uh, he's like, "You know, the Norman Bates peer a pressure." Now. I'm
3: far, too sensitive. Yeah, he goes,
1: "What's your motive?" He goes, "Peer pressure." You know, <laughs> and and Billy had a motive the whole time, which you, which uh, again, we're kind
2: of jumping back and forth, but the fact that Billy had the motive this whole time and Stu had no idea. Kevin Williamson <laughs> talked about that. He said when he was selling the script. He had a camp of people telling him it's scarier with no motive and other people telling him it's scarier with a motive. So then that's why he decided to do both to have yeah one killer have no motive at all and one killer to have a clear motive. And, yeah, the one just kind of following. So he was like, yeah, the best way to do it is to do both.
1: Yeah, no, no. So, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's brilliant. It it really is. And that's why I'm obsessed with these songs. But let's look at, obviously, this low-budget small film that we had in 1996 and less than a year later, right? We have the sequel to the biggest, I think it was one of the biggest box office hits of 1996, if I'm not mistaken, right? I think so. I don't think it was the top one, but I think it was one of the, the, for a horror movie, it fucking killed. Um, I remember it being in the theater for months, because usually what movies last, you know, three, four months in the theater, I remember that being for almost half a year in the theater. So yeah. people can get their their assets. Yeah, so, but then, but then you have the returning cast, and then you have you know small parts, but you still have Omar Epps, you have Jada Pinkett, you have Heather Graham, Luke Wilson, Tori Spellings in this. You have. Um, Re, uh, Rebecca Gayhart, obviously she was just you oh know, yeah um, Portia de Rossi, you know, with the,
2: mm-hmm. Portia
1: de Rossi's in it. Sarah Michelle, uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar, is in it. You know, yeah. like Joshua, Joshua Jackson. Jackson, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, Joshua Jackson, Jerry O'Connell, like you have names now that and because everybody, it, it didn't matter what it was, they wanted a small piece of this pie. They were just like, I don't care what you put me in as. Let's go. Did you uh, a little fun fact that uh, that I found out uh, with the comment uh, with the audio commentary? Did you know that St- uh, Selma Blair was the one on the phone with Sarah yes. Michelle mm-hmm. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, I yeah, just so learned that Blair.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So yeah. Sel- Selma Blair was the you know when uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar talking to her friend on the phone uh, and her friend's uh, like trying phone, to freak
2: her out, yeah, and she's mm-hmm.
1: like freaking her out, kill, 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 doing all that shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That that was Selma Blair, uncredited, but it was actually her on the phone, which I thought yes. was uh it was a lot of fun. But, uh, also then they,
2: working in the background at the at the yeah Matt, scene. yeah.
1: Stew him, stew himself in the background of the movie as well in the party <laughs> scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I felt like again this movie when I first saw it, I thought it was better than the original. I thought it was. uh, uh It's still again, we're, we're obviously where I'm gonna want to rate the franchise, but not until the end. I won't say where this where this yeah. one will place. But it, it it's hard for me sometimes because upon rewatches, I'm like, no, this one's better. But then I watch the other one. I'm like, no, this one's better. I like this one, this one better than this one. And things like that. I don't feel like there's a bad one. You there's know, one, uh, this is good, you know, like uh, again with this, and it's maybe my love for it. And uh, you know, some people bash some, some more than others. And I will defend some of the, the future ones on why I think they're actually good films. But, um, I felt like they did their job with this one. Uh, you know, everything that seen that scene when they're in that coffee coffee shop and um we see stab on talking. the TV and we see yes, Tori, spelling about, yeah, and Tori Spelling. And, and yeah, Tori Spelling talking. Yeah, Luke Wilson's Tori spelling, which is crazy again because I you know, that this from is the first question. Film with
2: my this is the question.
1: This point. is yeah. the question that I lost to at trivia, which I knew the answer. I just said the wrong freaking name. Uh, but um, yeah. but um in in the first movie. Uh Dewey mentions this because they're like, "Oh, imagine if the if the story of your life becomes a movie." And she goes, uh, "He's like, I will see you as a uh, oh no, it's, oh, Ryan. Uh, I'm sorry, it's uh, Tatum, that said Tatum that says. That know, gonna, Tatum says that. that's who they Cast it. to play and, it. You. and then and then yeah, Dewey and then says, uh, Dewey's like, like, "I see you as a, a young Meg Ryan," and then she goes, "Yeah, with my luck, they'll cast, Tori, cast Tori Spelling." And Spelling. And they cast Tori Spelling, yeah. which is so nice.
2: Yes, and um, even the conversation that because we never really get to see Randy and Dewey have scenes together. So getting to see them kind of break down the suspects and have this really kind of fun back and forth was really great to kind of finally see these characters interact. Um, Also, we get the introduction of the, uh, even though it's Broken Arrow, like this is Dewey's theme, 100%. Oh, boom, 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 boom. Oh yeah, Yeah. that music. Boom, boom, boom,
3: every
1: time. Steph laughs at me every time. Because so every time that scene's coming, I always have to out loud, bum, 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 <laughs> and, she, and then even, yeah. So when I saw String 5, you know. And they, and they bring it back. Like, back.
2: And they yeah. play it, I was like, yes! Was so good, Yes, yeah, so that is Dewey's yeah. theme, 100% to me. I don't care yeah, about Broken uh, Arrow and John Sorrell. Yeah, and and I remember, I, like, this I, introduction. I, I
1: obviously saw Broken Arrow before Scream. Right, and, but I've seen Broken Arrow like twice. I saw it recently while I was studying for Shmoop. I was doing mm-hmm. action films, and I was like, it's "That fucking Dewey's theme." I had no idea. Yeah, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. And I I, mean, you, you yeah, only kind of
2: picture I, it with Dewey, so it's crazy. That yeah, it from a yeah. For me, it's movie. Dewey's
1: theme. It is what yeah. it is. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, and then the unofficial. I know we haven't mentioned this, but the unofficial Scream song, "Red Right Hand." Every time I hear oh, it, oh
2: yes, yeah it's
1: just fantastic i freaking love that song um they played it like obviously in you know in a little scene in the first one and then they play it right in the opening as she's walking down the theater you're hearing red right hand play as they're introducing yeah, mm-hmm. the stuff in the theater yes.
3: fantastic this song stuff. Is so
2: perfect. Um love that we get a character who's smart enough to get the fuck out leave. of there. Thank you, Dwayne <laughs> Dwayne Martin, who Joel. Yes. He again he's just great. He's so funny. He's, he's like, so you know, great I don't need to hear about any cameraman getting their throat slashed. The throat slashed. Yeah. Yeah. He's like he's Stab
3: like
1: he wasn't slashed. gutted. The guy ain't in the no. So I love that. And uh he actually uh pitched that to um West Craven.
3: Yes, I, he's I, like, I saw his little he's interview. Like,
1: my character, yeah, he's like, My character's so stuff aware. He, he's reading the book. He doesn't want to be there. Why would what I stick around? Leave? Why would my character stick around? And then Wes Craven's like, like, like oh, how, how would he you leave?
2: leave? He's like, and he goes, in a cab. And he does that in the movie. He literally gets in a cab yeah. and gets the fuck out of there. But what is so funny to me is literally, he's maybe with Gail for what, like two days? He comes yeah. back at the end. Hey, Gail, let's get the scoop. Like, like in the like, old like, days, like in the old oh, days, <laughs> dude. We just met this bitch. Yeah. What are the that, old days?
1: That that line did bother me too and i'm like like in the old days what are you talking about tuesday it's, it's thursday bro right.
2: exactly she cracks me up every time yeah. i'm like yeah. the old days i
1: hate i hate that line i hate that line so much yeah, it was, it was, it
3: was funny. The old days
1: like, yeah man. no but but yeah and then you have the you know the the fake out dewey uh kill in the movie Again. as well yes. which you had in part then, one and in part two but
2: the switch and I'm up like, is now gail goes with him this time yeah. so i love that that kind of build on their relationship and even their banter is really fun in this movie you know nice streaks and him kind of quoting all the terrible things she said about like, him in her book and yeah that their whole kind of chemistry works so well so obviously you know they were falling in love at this time i was gonna ask so, were they together yeah. at this point or were they just so kind they of just were, meeting? they started dating after the first one after and then the first they were, one they started dating they were together they and were then together, by the together for the one, sequel they had just by married. the third one Yep. They, were, they had just, they had gotten, just married gotten married and come back from their honeymoon that's why they're so tan <laughs> <laughs> and he's a,
1: he's the one that well we'll talk about the horrible haircut uh but but yeah bangs. but um I, I mean again as far as sequels go this is one that i mentioned i don't i never i would never say now superior in the first one because the first one's untouchable yeah, um, but strong sequels. I, yes. I still believe Scream Two is a strong so sequel. Yeah. Um, again, it, it ups the body counts. The uh, the death scenes. Uh, I was about to quote Randy. The death scenes are much more elaborate. Two um,
2: great, two great, super suspenseful scenes with the car having to climb over car- Ghostface face, and the one- sound studio. Those yes. scenes were terrifying.
1: The chase is that those those the, so yeah the the chase with Gail is one of my favorites in again in the front. and that tense scene where Sydney's in the car, um, stuck, can't get out, and she has to sneak out with an unconscious ghost face. Yeah, I remember sweating bullets yes. during that scene because so I was tense. like my heart was like bum, 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 like going so fast um when she not leans on that
2: horn, when she's reaching for the mask, oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. that and, and then Hallie right after. Yeah,
1: and I still scream at her, and I'm like, "Take it off! Like, why would you not take it off?" Yeah, but the movie has to happen, you know. Yeah, and there, the fact yes. that <laughs> excuse me, and the fact that hallie literally tells her, "We're smart girl, like smart people, let yes, get fuck out, like out of here." Like, what are you run, doing? Yeah. You know.
2: And then she, you know, I blame,
1: I, I blame, I blame Sydney for that one. Yeah, I I
2: <laughs>
1: but uh, all star cast, I think everybody delivers. Lori Metcalf, like I said, was fantastic. Um, the, the eyes, man, the crazy eyes, and Cotton Weary coming to the rescue, kind of
2: you know. Um, but he'll only do it once she kind of agrees to do that interview, so it's kind of like, uh, Yeah, really would you like- want if I really said no 15 minutes? Like,
0: he really wants that damn 15 minutes,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Clear but I'd like to think, that, I'd but.
2: like to think Sydney took that $10,000 cuz how does she buy that fancy ranch she's living in it. Scream
1: 3. Yeah, and the third one huh? <laughs> yeah. But uh but yeah, what, what about you? What about you? Uh, what are your thoughts? I know with me and her are I, on I, the No, I'm going to be like, like honest
0: with, over. with you. Listen, I I love Did the Scream franchise. I am actually enjoying you guys, I know this I is like your number out. one. This is literally
2: us like all the time.
0: Just, no, like, that's you know, fine. Guys. Yeah, uh, listen. This is <laughs> our,
2: if you
1: guys want to see our conversations, this is it. <laughs> this yeah. is what that's we talk for. about all the time. Yeah,
0: that's yeah. What we're here for. Um, no, I definitely think this is one of the stronger sequels that came in the franchise. Um, the only one I'm a little sour on is three, but I'm kind of curious now to rewatch it. After not seeing it so long, people have really come around on three
2: in recent times. So yeah, I think you'll kind of have more fun with it. Yo,
1: you... I'm yeah. glad you're going to rewatch it because we're. I'm going to point out some shit for you that okay. probably didn't work back then that works now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I am a, a slight, it's, it's uh, I wasn't crazy about three uh, when it first came out. And then upon rewatches, I just have a big appreciation for it. Yeah. I, I didn't hate it by any means, but I thought it was the weaker of the three. Yeah. Um, well, but have I it. have much appreciation for it. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll talk about that. But
0: yeah, but Scream uh, Two is definitely it definitely holds up really well. And mm-hmm. um, I think it does. I mean, I still will hold the original over over it if I'm ranking them as as we go along. But it's not. I don't think it's night and day. I kind of think you know you have the original being. You know the original, yeah, and like the classic, you want to say, but two really does hold its own, very oh, yeah, much. Definitely. So absolutely. Yeah, I would not put it in the superior then, sequel category, like you know in within the film we're yeah, yeah. talking about. Yeah. It. because <laughs> it,
1: it isn't it isn't superior to the original in my opinion, and there are some sequels that are very obvious superior to the original. Yeah. Um, but. It 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 doesn't yeah, like let's say Scream for Me is a perfect ten film, like I'll put this one at a nine, nine point five. Like it's yeah. right behind it for yeah. me. Like I really, Same really, on. really like this one. Yes. You know? So uh yeah. So yeah.
2: Agreed.
1: Yeah. So that's it. That's our scream talk, I guess, right? Unless yeah. any final thoughts, anybody
2: new? Just now love this movie. I'm excited for that representation. Like I said, like all fleshed out, great, fun, Black characters. Seeing people who look like me in in a movie that I'm really excited about was super special for me. Um, Just great commentary on sequels, great performances from everyone. A great surprise at the end when you kind of thought it was going to be super obvious with Mickey and then just to kind of twist it like that with Mrs. Loomis, just so much fun. Um, I feel like each of these movies have a little bit of like horror kind of stunt casting as I kind of have gone back over the years and learned more about horror. We had the Linda Blair in the first one, and now we actually have David Warner from the exorcist from um, the Omen in this one. The Omen. So yeah. yeah so, piece, and then you get Lance Henriksen in the third one. So I always feel like there's maybe a, a little bit of, purposeful kind of fun casting. So, you know, in kind of going back and learning who David Warner actually is and, you know, seeing him in this movie, I think, was a fun little thing.
1: So my introduction to uh, David Warner was uh, Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze.
3: What? (laughs) Wow.
1: That's where, that's honestly where I remember him from. And I always remember him as the doctor from Secret of the Ooze. (laughs) I obviously know him now. Okay, well, that that is
2: now me (laughs) learning of a second (laughs) Ninja Turtles connection to the Scream franchise. Because <laughs> What's the first? in the third one, Josh Pius, Wallace, um, Kincaid's partner. Right. He, yeah, yeah, that's right. He's Ralph. He's Raphael. Yeah, he's Raphael. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Raphael. And there's actually yeah, a scene absolutely. of him eating pizza in the third yeah. movie. So, yeah. So, yeah. Well, weird connection. Little there.
1: little sneak peek for uh, next, uh, next episode. Yes. But um, <laughs> guys, thank you. So much thank you so much i i i can talk this movie obviously all day all we were day. going for maybe <laughs> yeah. uh 40 50 minutes and we're at an hour and a half right now um i i again i obviously ed uh, i know Janinos knows you know how much now i love this franchise yeah all the little <laughs> things about it i'll do deep dives all day um but thank you so much i know this show was super uh you know like on the moment let's do this let's go with it right now um I just realized this channel has never talked this film ever. No. Um, so I'm a, I'm super excited for it and uh, thank you.
2: Yes. bottom of my me, heart,
1: I love it. Me, me and my great, co-host are great doing Saturday morning. Uh,
2: me and my co-host are doing a watch along tomorrow. Um, so if you guys want to join or watch along, you are welcome. Plug
1: it, plug it. Plug it,
2: yeah, plug it, absolutely. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. yeah. Well, what's we the, the name of the channel episode. and stuff where we could? Um, it's
2: a wonderful see... podcast, is our channel. So, we'll be watching it around 2 p.m. Uh, PST. Um, so, yeah. We'll hang out.
1: He's seen it, though, right? It's not one yes, of the movies of course, that he has seen. <laughs> but he, okay. he literally yeah, remembers
2: no. none of the sequels. So, I'm totally like pissed at him. Like, I'll be gushing about two and three and four. No, no, and no, like, exactly. I don't exactly. remember okay. any of this. So, he needs to do a recap oh, yeah, so But he knows one and the new one really well.
1: Yeah, so she has a great show called Morgan Hasn't Seen, and it's basically her, because she loves film, obviously, and she just basically makes him watch movies that she finds great, or like, you know, he hasn't seen a lot of things, and she has this whole, you know, show based off. Morgan hasn't seen it, and he watches a movie. I think you guys do one a week, if I'm not mistaken, right?
2: Yeah. So we'll do each month. Will be kind of a theme. So we've done like John Wick. We've done the Terminator movies. We did the whole Fast and Furious franchise. It started because he hadn't seen like the early MCU movies. The first MCU movie he saw was Captain America: The First Avenger, and that, and he hadn't <laughs> seen Iron Man one, two, or three. He hadn't seen either Thor movie, and he hadn't seen the Incredible Hulk. But he was going to go Ed, into Endgame. Ed is having
1: Ed is <laughs> having a heart attack right now. He yeah, was
2: going. Sad. He was so, going to go into right Endgame. Now, <laughs> he was going to go into Endgame, not having seen those movies. So he wouldn't have understood the stakes of Iron Man. Yeah, the, the Romans, whole yeah dark world kind of Thor the dark world moment that comes back that circles back in such a great way in that movie would yeah. have made no sense to him. He would have had no context for it. So we were just going to do a one off kind of series talking about those early MCU films that he missed. And then we kind of enjoyed it. And then it turned into this show. And now we've since had 200 episodes of over 200 oh, yeah. movies that he's never seen that we've watched. So that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, it's awesome. awesome. Yeah, so Ed's,
1: Ed's, Ed's show is based strictly off like comic book films and you know, nerd talk. So, right, right oh, now, oh, yeah, you so come I probably just broke your attack. brain.
2: Yeah, no, he, he broke my brain when he told me he hadn't seen those movies. Like, you're really gonna go into Endgame and you haven't seen a single Iron Man movie? What is wrong with you?
0: That's a sound, yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, all right, oh, yeah. well, check that out and thanks for joining us as always on Pop Culture Bros. Uh, We'll be putting out another episode of uh double O Deep Dive Scream. Uh we'll go over and hash out what it'll be three and four, or if we want to do three, four, five, we'll figure that out. But definitely three and we'll four. We'll figure that out. Yeah. yeah, in the next episode. Yeah. And also double O Deep Dive, if you want to we'll call it proper. We'll be back on Wednesday at 8:30. Well, they'll be talking about Thunderball as Jason and Ginny nice. continue the Bond franchise as they're in the final edge of the Sean Connery you know run during that the um, era yep yeah and for granny's PhD you can come check us out next week uh we'll be talking about the latest episode of the flash as well as uh, the last of us and our movie of the week will be uh 10 stories fantastic 4 so we are in a weird ooh, spot right now I actually like so,
3: that one. we actually
0: really like that one. all right, right. <laughs> so yeah come come check us out then and right. uh you know thank you everybody for checking it out and we'll see you next week Peace.